0: This is The Hidden Why Podcast, episode 612 with Mark Lamaster. The topic of the day is connection. Welcome to The Hidden Why's 30-minute power segment. I am passionate about creating a lifestyle that minimizes suffering and regret. The purpose of life is not simply to survive, but to thrive, and I believe we do that by creating a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Each week I'll be delivering a 30 minute conversation with a guest expert on a topic that they are knowledgeable and passionate about with the purpose to inspire and educate us all. I don't have all the answers, I'm simply trying to figure life out and through greater awareness and understanding I can put into practice what I learn to further my life's progression. I can't give you your life's map. I can't show you the way, but I can assist you in discovering your why. I can help you define your life's compass, to guide you purposefully, to act on and pursue your life's desires. And from there, watch happiness ensue. My guests are the experts. They are the people I learn from. They provide the inspiration, education, and methodology that we can all benefit from in better navigating the ultimate life. Without further ado, let the show begin. Today's featured guest is Mark Lamaster. The topic is connection. Mark Lemaster's mission is to offer encouragement and inspiration for men to become the father they've always dreamed of being. Mark believes that all dads have an incredible, God-given opportunity to bring a lasting, positive impact on their children, their families, and their earthly homes. Guys, this is a fantastic conversation about fatherhood, about connection, and about developing our relationships with our children. Guys, I do apologize, the recording my end was a bit scratchy, but other than that, guys, enjoy this show with Mark LeMaster. G'day, Mark, and welcome to the Hidden Light Podcast. Great to have you here. Hey, Lee. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm looking forward to discussing the topic of the day, which is connection, and also you've launched a new book, uh, which I believe is your second book. It's called Friday Night Lights for
1: Fathers and Daughters, so congratulations with that, first of all. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate it. How does it feel? it feels great the, the second book is actually harder to write than the first I thought um, I don't know if that's experience for everybody but it, it feels really good to get the second one out there so it's not just kind of that one wonder wonder, and uh, it feels really good so why, why do you feel that it was harder it just took me a lot longer to write it yeah um, I, not as focused not as maybe committed not as consistent in my writing and the, the thoughts just didn't flow as well just just took me longer and it was more challenging for me do you feel you had a higher expectations than yourself being that it was the same? yeah yeah i think that's it i think that's definitely it i think the other part was too the the age of my daughter kind of where she was in her her journey and just waiting really helped to get some more life experiences under both of our belts to to make it happen mm, yeah how old is your daughter now my daughter's 14 almost 15 oh yeah yeah cool Uh, And how many children do you have? I have two. My daughter is 14, like I said, almost 15. And then my son, he is 12 going on 13. Okay. So your first book was more about the father and son. second book more
0: about father and daughter? Exactly. Yes. Cool, cool. Uh, And look, and and really important stuff here. Um, And, you know, just reading through um, some of your work, a lot of great information out there for fathers um, who, you know, I can sort of relate and experience Uh, feel a little bit distanced from the whole um, you know parenting model perhaps Um, and like you know they have a certain stereotypical place for that Um, but yeah a lot of great information and insight that you share in your work that's for sure so first of all just wanted to touch on that and highly recommend the audience um, check out your work and you know certainly pick up a copy of the book if they're interested Uh, but eager to get into the conversation on connection I'm sure it's going to all relate anyway so what is connection and why is that important to you?
1: Well, connection for me is is really just that whole process of relating to one another and finding something that's like-minded. But I think through connection, you're able to develop relationship. And one of the things that I like to think of as a connection or uh, making a connection is to have an ally, uh, to have a, a partner in a way. Um, but just that, that whole concept of connection, I think, is really where um, we can really understand and, and truly know someone is when we connect. So that is where that's where my passion is to really help dads connect with their kids.
0: Yeah, so you, you do this um, for an occupation you actually coach and assist fathers um, to connect with their daughters but really connection is more broad a sense um, the I guess platform in which we
1: develop relationships. Yeah. You know, I think one of the, you know, if we don't connect, then we're isolated, right? So we connect every day. We might not think of it as connecting, but every time we, you know, we, we make a phone call or we, you know, reach out to somebody in email or listen to somebody on a podcast, we're connecting. Cause we, I think we all crave connection in one form or another. And so that process of connecting and developing those relationships is, is, is so innate in all of us. And, um, th- there's, there's a special connection I think between a father and their children. And so, um, that's really where I, that's kind of my space that I'm in. And again, I think it, 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 moms have a special connection with their kids Husbands and wives have special connections with, with each other, and then as far as friendships, business contacts, and connections, um, socially friends, all those those connections just we crave that, and sometimes we get stuck and we don't know how to connect, or we we connect in the wrong way, or um, you know we we get lost in, in who we're connecting with, and maybe connect with the wrong group of people. So um, just just focusing on that that connection piece. Um, is, is is just near and dear to my heart and I, and I really am passionate about helping people connect.
0: So what's the significance for you with connection? I mean obviously you've got um, a daughter and a son so that's why it's probably relevant but what, why has this come about to be such a passion of yours to assist other fathers?
1: Honestly it was because I wasn't connecting with my own son and I was being the dad that I, I was I was I'm a I was a dad that was around that was present, but I wasn't really intentional about connecting with him. I didn't really understand and know who he was um, on the inside. I I didn't know um, I didn't know what his fears were. I didn't know what he he really truly enjoyed. And so I just felt like there was this, there was a disconnect. We were in the same house. We were, we were always doing things together, but I never really conversed with him. I didn't ask him those questions that, that helped me develop a deeper relationship with them. And I wasn't just, I wasn't connecting. So, um, I don't know if that's because I was raised, um, with two sisters and I didn't have a brother to really understand how to interact and connect with another guy. Yeah. Um, Good connections with my dad, but not, not, um, not the same as a a sibling, this, uh, you know, so just, just a completely different, sometimes I wonder if that's part of it. Um, so I just really took it upon myself and said, you know, I'm I'm overwhelmed with not being able to know my son and I want to figure out how, and in doing so, I was able to help other dads connect with their kids. Yes. He learned some, uh, tricks of the trade, the art of connection perhaps,
0: what, um, how did you feel like, you know, because I guess a lot of fathers can relate, but maybe you can describe it best for us. Um, you know, how, how did it feel not being able to connect?
1: You know, I think we all have this dream when, when we become a father is that we're, we're going to, you know, do all these things together and we're going to be, you know, really good friends. We're going to know each, so much about everybody or each other. The dad knows the son, the son knows the dad. And and I, I I, honestly, I just I felt discouraged. I felt, I felt, um, I felt like a failure. I felt like I wasn't living up to what my son needed in me. I was, you know, as a dad, I had this role of providing financially, and I was doing that and doing that well. But unfortunately, I focused on that more than I focused on connecting with him in his personal life and, and being a dad. So I think that that's where I would really encourage dads is that it's okay to feel like that and it's okay to admit that because I think a lot of dads go through that at some point in their, in their lives as a dad and um, just reassure them that, Hey, it's okay. It's okay to, to feel like that. And then it's okay to reach out and ask other people for help.
0: Yeah, and I guess, I mean, I don't really know, but I assume a lot of dads do feel like that. I mean, we've got this sort of role that we, you know, perhaps just from our, our condition upbringings, etc. cetera, um, culturally, how we're expected to sort of uh, behave as a father um, and, you know, to, to be the provider for the family as well, which is, is dramatically shift, uh, I would say, but there's still that sort of perception that that's how we are and, I suppose, you know, from, from my personal experience, yeah, I mean, we I sort of feel that, you know, I have to be the one that works and that takes me away from the family a lot. Um, and then, yeah, perhaps that gives me feelings of guilt, feelings of um, disconnection with my daughters, uh, feelings like I'm not actually being a role model for them as, as best I could be living up to my full potential in that respect. Um, and that, that certainly creates some an angst. So I guess that's that's a, a good reason to sort of delve into this topic of connection uh, as it relates to,
1: you know, father connection with their, their children. And, and Lee, you know, one of the things that, that I've really discovered is that, I mean, na- just naturally is that we're guys don't talk about this topic very often. Hey, Lee, you know, I'm really having this, I'm really feeling, Uh, guilty about not being the dad that I'm supposed to be or it's not the water cooler talk it's not the hey you know the the talk when you go out and have a drink with somebody or whatever that is that you do with other guys we don't we don't talk about our roles as dad we talk about work we talk about our, our golf game we talk about you know our favorite sports team we don't talk about being a dad and so that's where I feel that we that dads can connect in a in a huge way, uh, you know, building community as, as dads to understand, hey, I'm not the only one that feels like this. Yeah. And what are things you can do to help and what are things I can do to connect with my kids? Yeah, absolutely. I, I
0: feel we um, probably expect or maybe just put that sort of responsibility onto the, um, the, the women in, in their lives. Uh, that that's their sort of, you know, role and domain is to, you know, talk about children with each other and stuff like that. And I don't know why, but, um, yeah, certainly we, you know, and I look at my own life, I, I don't honestly talk about it too much, maybe a little bit more than others, but, yeah, don't really talk too much about fathering, you know, roles, responsibility, issues, concerns, you know, all that sort of stuff too often. Why, why is that? Is it just a, a, the way we've been, you know, evolved as males or, and, and our role in
1: that in that family unit? Yeah, I, I truly believe that we're just too proud to talk about it. I think we, you know, some guys are, it's, it's, um, you know, we're, we're too macho to talk about it. Sometimes we're too scared to to say, you know what, I'm going to lose my man card if I talk to this guy about being a dad or we're, we're insecure, so we don't want to admit another area that we're insecure in. And I think it's just culture. Right? I think there is a shift towards towards dads opening up about this but at the same time it's it's not near where where it could be and maybe probably where it should be um, so you know there's definitely some positive things happening with that but at the same time we just it's still not a natural part of the conversations that we have with other guys yeah right uh, you know and, and people like yourself doing the work
0: that you do you know helping helping fathers connect and and, and find that uh, technique or art to you know really be able to do that within their families is you know develop connection but uh, on a on a larger level too um you know connection uh, as it relates to developing our relationship relationships are fundamental for the quality of life we live and i feel that perhaps we're losing that art of uh personal interaction and connection uh, perhaps due to technology perhaps due to overwhelm and, and unease and uncertainty in our lives etc uh, etc et but um, certainly, I feel the art of connection has has decreased because we're no longer yeah, in those you know tribal sort of communities where we're really connecting on a personal basis. We've sort of all jumped online. We're all leading these busy, overwhelmed, cluttered lives, and uh, certainly don't have um, that. You know, we certainly don't develop that skill of connection as well. Um, whether that means it's a father or a mother or person uh, connecting with with another person. Um, I really feel that like we've lost that, that connection. No, it's, it's you know, decreasing. What are your thoughts?
1: I absolutely agree. I think that we have more materialistic things and, and we have more, I would say, wealth than at any other time in the world. We have more opportunities. We have you know better health. All these things that are, we have going for us But the one thing that we're losing more and more of is, is the human contact. Yeah. You know, we, we do, we sit in front of our computers and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that this isn't me. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in the same realm. I'm in that same space, you know, so, but we, but, but we have to take, you know, we have to be intentional with our time and, you know, we, we put things on our calendars for our business lives and we get it done but we don't necessarily do that in our personal lives. And I think, you know, what, what gets put on a calendar gets done for a lot of people in our lifestyles, whether it be going to a soccer game or going to, you know, spending time with your kids or going on a date night with your wife. If we put it on the calendar, it gets done. But if we don't, it's not going to happen. We just lose track of that. So, you know, you know, the other the other thing that I, I like to talk about when it when it comes to that is that we type and we text and we email and we do all these fancy things on social media, but the, the art of that handwritten letter, taking the time to to really craft a, a heartfelt or a, a really personalized letter is gone. We don't do that most people don't do that anymore. And there's you know, that we're just missing, we're losing some of those those things that really help people connect. Yeah. Um, so yeah it's it's um we're in a unique time that's for sure um, but I think that the technology at some point can be used to better connect people but it might we, it's just going to be in a different way mm, mm. it's kind of interesting to see how that develops um, as, as it goes back to
0: connection with with our children um, and I know you write about this, but what are some of the the reasons why this is an important topic or let's put that in another way what are the consequences of a lack of connection with our daughters or sons, for that matter? Um, as to why this is an important
1: topic. Well, I think we can we can really be involved in our kids' lives, but we we're not necessarily connecting. And what I mean by that is is our kids are in so many activities. We we can allow that if it's travel, sports, if it's if it's um, you know our kid's going to be the next. Um, professional football player professional baseball player or artist musician all those things you you name it so we get our kids involved so they they don't really have a lot of margin in their lives we take them there we might watch their practice or their games or their activity and then we bring them home but it's come home from school go get some food go to the practice come home they do their homework and we don't really we're with them but we don't talk to them Uh, and and so, that is what I really try and help other other dads do is to say, you know what, it doesn't have to be a twenty four seven schedule life for our kids. You know, um, take some time, make the time to actually talk with them, talk to them about different topics that they're that's on their minds. That they that we can help them grow, we can help them mature, we can help them understand what's happening. And, and so they're not so confused and they don't put all this pressure on themselves. So, so then you, then you go into the next part. What if we don't do that? What if we don't connect with our kids and really understand and develop that relationship? Well, they're going to seek that from somebody else. They're going to go to somebody else, a friend, maybe not the friend that we want them to be with. Uh, they're going to do that in their relationships, dating relationships, friendship relationships, because they want to, to talk about those things. And so I think that's that's what happens is we can get our kids so busy in their safe environment and their sports and activities, but we're not really getting to know them on a one, one-to-one level.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you talk about that uh, a fair bit, but I, I suppose it's that, um, you know, talking to our children, um, you know, and allowing them to express themselves and be acknowledged and, um, you know, explore. I guess their self identity through that questioning, but having that connection with you um, is is probably a very powerful thing. Because as you said, if if they don't, then they're going to go out there and find that attention from someone else, um, find you know that acknowledgement and you know, I guess, a sense of meaning for their lives as it matters at that age, uh, whatever that might be, through uh, someone else rather than their father and and. I mean, yeah. I mean, is it is it that father figure that they need? I mean, can't they do this with their mothers? Um, do we really need there to be that, or
1: is there, it is There's just a different level again. Have that father. Yeah. So, up until a few years ago, the majority of the the research that was done on um, parents was the mother and child relationship. Yeah. To the tune of about eighty percent, maybe even ninety percent of that. Know, psych psychology yeah, right. and those kind of relationships, are, so so that's now starting to change, and we're starting to see that what is the impact of the father on children, and there's some there's some pretty important things out there that were that that researchers are even starting to find. Uh, a journalist by the name of Paul Rayburn wrote a book, "Do Fathers Matter or Why Fathers Matter." And he, he kind of chronicles all of that, that research because he wants to know why, why does it matter to be a dad? What, what, what does it matter? And so there's, there's a lot more things that are coming out. Um, you know, as far as statistically, um, when the dad's present and involved in, in our kids' lives, you know, they do better in school. They do better academically, co- cognitively, um, emotionally. Um, as far as, uh, you know, if dad's around and involved, suicide rates are less, um, uh, sexual activity is lower, uh, pregnancies are lower. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that are just starting to come out. If there is an involved dad and or father figure in their life, because let's, let's be honest, there's, there's about a 50% divorce rate. So not all. Kids grow up with a dad, but yeah. there's that that male figure that that can still step in and help um, guide our kids.
0: Yeah, you talk about that. Like, um, I know you know, leading to low self esteem, uh, anxiety issues, depression, um, addiction, you know, substance abuse, etc. Uh, weight issues, um, like you just said, then early pregnancies, people going out there, and all that sort of stuff, and. Um, yeah, that can obviously lead to suicide and stuff like that as well, which is terrible. So, um, and that seems to, you know, uh, I guess as it relates to the daughter and father figure, daughters really crave that attention from that male role model as well. And it's not just about you know having the female role model, but definitely the strength of that male role
1: model is is critical. Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting, and, and I'm living this right now. But there's a lot of times where. It doesn't seem from the dad's perspective, like our daughters want their attention, Yeah, but they, they crave it. They need it. They they want their dad to, to help them set boundaries. They want them to tell them no. Um, they, they, they want that set of rules to follow and they just want that attention for that. They don't, they want their dad to be a part of their life. Even if we get the eye rolls and the, the snick, you know, like the, you know, the, the flipping of the hair or the, the, those looks that you know from your daughter, they still want us a part of their life. They, they, they crave that. Yeah, that's really interesting.
0: And um, I suppose a lot of, I mean, I don't know, really know that yet because my girls are quite young, but I suppose as they get into their uh, teenage years, that becomes uh, a little bit more evident and perhaps fathers feel a bit more like that, that the girls are now sort of now moving on and, and don't want their attention. Um, so that's interesting, uh, interesting insight. So if if they do, how, let's talk about now, just as we close this up, how do we go about connecting um, with our daughters? Uh, And this might relate to connecting with our sons, but even making connections with with everyone in our lives and really developing those relationships. What are the techniques um, that you teach other fathers?
1: The biggest thing that we can do as dads to connect with our kids is by doing something with them some type of an activity, preferably something that they're interested in that they want to be a part of. And then while you're in that activity at some point, ask a few questions and have a conversation. So we, I think men in general connect while we're doing something shoulder to shoulder. And if it's just to sit down and have a talk Most guys aren't going to be able to sit there for that long and have that conversation. But if we're doing something, we're engaged, maybe there's a level of competition. Maybe there's a a sense of purpose or we're building something, we're creating something. But in that moment, if you start asking a couple questions, if it's your son, your daughter, your wife, your friends, whoever it is that you're trying to connect with, that conversation will continue on. And it's going to be hard at first if if it's not natural to you if it's not normal to you but dads just need to set that time apart from whatever else they're doing and 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 do something that their kids want and like to do and then ask the questions and there's that's where the lessons the life lessons can come in and be taught and then you create a memory and that sticks in their minds and their memories yeah that's powerful and I suppose that um, you know
0: starts from an early age. Uh, my kids are now six and three, so that's a perfect opportunity, both girls, for me to go and play uh, dolls with them and ask those connection uh, questions and, and have that connection.
1: The other, the other th- cool thing, your kids are at this perfect age, is to read to them. Yeah. As simple as that sounds, get a a, a cool bedtime story and and read it to them. Yeah and they it is one of the best things that my wife and I did for our kids is to our kids when they were young
0: it's interesting yeah and that's one activity that we do have um, well embedded in our family which is nice and, and it certainly does feel nice as a father to be able to sit there you know if it's one book for each child or whatever it is um, it, it does actually give me a really good feeling um, that connection and that time so It's about, you know, as you said, creating more time for these moments. Um, I love the idea of doing because, um, you know, we are typically doers. I'm certainly one person that hates to just sit around uh, in conversation. I'd rather be doing something, um, and that's a perfect opportunity to get them involved. And I think the other thing, and perhaps you've come across in your research, is that as far as, you know, we're perhaps a little bit different with our sons and our daughters in, in those activities that we do, but there's no reason why our daughters can't get involved in you know, as long as they're interested, Um, but in in sort of the more stereotypical manly activities such as, you know, fishing, playing sport, I mean, I was sanding my table the other day and my daughter came out there and said, you know, can I help, so, you know, she was sanding it with me, uh, or painting, you know, things like that, Um, there's no reason why uh, they can't get involved, but I, I think typically we sort of steer away from that thinking that they have to, you know, be involved in certain activities and certain activities, maybe they should be avoided. What are your thoughts or research
1: on that? Lee, I, I, I love what you're saying. And I, and I hope your audience hears this part, uh, uh, really understands this because that you bringing your daughter in and saying, yes, you can help me. You, you are creating in her that opportunity that, Hey, I can do any of these things. It doesn't have to be the stereotypical activities. That sanding. She's going to be proud of that activity that she did a nice job of doing that or painting or whatever that is. So that's, that is huge. So I just applaud you on that. And and we need to create the, more of those moments instead of, man, I only got 15 more minutes to get this thing sanded and done or whatever it is. Bring oh, them in. Hard. Welcome. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because some people are natural teachers and some people aren't. So if you're not, bring them in and say, okay, even 10 minutes, allow them to do that because when you uh, when you allow them to do whatever it is that you're interested in they they look for that approval hey dad am i am i doing good at this Absolutely. can i do this am i do i measure up am i doing good and that's so powerful so yeah more more
0: of that stuff get them involved um as much as you can uh, i think you know still i am cautious and um, there's a couple of things come to my mind and i'll just i'll be open about my experience but you know uh, like you said, you know, you've got a time limit, so you're sort of rushed and sometimes the kids get involved and you're like, oh, this is going to take me longer. It's going to make more of a mess or whatever it might be. So sometimes you do get reluctant, but you don't sort of just have to let go sometimes and think, you know, it's not the end of the world if they, if they make an error, like drip paint all over the table. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you know, you have to make those exceptions, I suppose. But I'm still also cautious as a father, like um, when my daughters are, are doing some sort of risky activity, Whereas I know, and I don't have a son, so I can't relate, but I know that, um, well, I assume that if I had a son, I'd be less cautious with the son compared uh, to how cautious I am with my daughter. Um, any, any thoughts or insight on that?
1: Yeah, it, it makes me think of a book called Wild at Heart by J- John Eldridge, and it just talks about how boys are these adventurers, and they and we need to allow them to, be, to do things, even though we're so worried that they're going to get hurt doing it or roughhousing and all that stuff. Um, and I can see that difference and I'm, I'm blessed to have a daughter and a son. And my daughter still to this day doesn't understand when, when my son and I just all out wrestle and, and we, you know, go out, you know, just it's, she doesn't understand it. Um, but yeah, there, there is this natural, um, I think this innate kind of uh, I guess litmus test or something for our kids. Like if it's a daughter, Oh, I I just want, I, I, I'm more protective of her. um, and my son, I'm a little bit more lenient with, and I think that's just natural. Um, but we should allow our kids to do what they're interested in. If they, if they want to be that person that goes out and, and, and does some risky behavior as far as a sport or an activity or whatever that might be, or rock climbing or whatever it is. man, I think if they show an interest in that, we should encourage that and, and, you know, and, and get them the right training Um, let that allow them to do that. But um, if they're not, you know, that typical boy, that's rough and tough and, and that's okay too, because he, his gifts might be somewhere else. So um, yeah, Lee, you're, you're right on. I mean, it's, it's natural to be a little bit more cautious with your girls. Um, I think that's just innate in us. And um, but if, if, if your daughter's are interested in something like that and embrace that and, and, and help them pursue that, their interest and their and their and their gifts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it, it's it is sort of something that we just naturally do. We're more cautious with the with our daughters. But I think at the same time, as hard as it might be to, to let go and let them do those risky activities, it's just amazing. Like I actually experienced it the other day when my daughter went down the skate ramp on her scooter. She's six and um never seen her on the skate ramp before. I don't think she's ever been to one. And she was getting up there and going down and And I was just like, wow, okay, there you go. Um, And it was just sort of surprising for me, and and she really, really enjoyed it. And I think sometimes we're, as as fathers and daughters, we sort of keep them away from certain activities because we think it's more risky and perhaps they shouldn't be doing it when, as a matter of fact, they they have every chance to be able to master it and really enjoy it. And I think that's um, something that I have to do is is let go a bit more. I'm blessed because I've got a wife that sort of um, is a bit carefree, so she (laughs) allows them to do these risky things on a higher level than, than I'd be comfortable with. Um, so that that's a good balance. But, yeah, I, I think it's really um, insightful to see that, you know, both both boys and girls um, can all do the same activities and they're all going to be prone to risk, but they're, they're all human and they're going to heal the same way, you know, from it. And That's um, right. Absolutely. Um, I think that's pretty insightful as well. But, mate, look, it's it's an excellent uh, conversation, really important one too. Um, congratulations on the books once again. I'm going to stick the links in the show notes, guys, for this uh, episode. So check it out at thehiddenwide.com. I think it's 611 or 612 this episode, so do check it out and uh, support the show uh, by using the links in there and support Mark uh, by picking up a copy of this book or his uh, other one as well. Uh, Mark,
1: how can people best reach out to you? Hey, I'm, I'm excited to announce uh, my my updated website, my new brand-new website. It's called upliftingdads.com. Yeah. And uh, one of the things I'd like to do for your audience members, if you want to grab a, a copy of a 30 day devotional challenge, um, you can go to upliftingdads.com forward slash the hidden why. And uh, I'll send you an email every day with a devotion in it just for dads.
0: I'll put that in the show notes, guys. So check that out. Thank you, Mark. That's a, a great offering.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Uh, guys, check it all out thehiddenwhy.com. Mark, thank you once again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure.
1: Lee, thank you and so grateful for what you're doing. Cheers, mate. Guys, until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. speak soon.
0: Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can connect with me online at thehiddenwhy.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. While you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwhy.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Why. If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in the hidden why, click the ratings and reviews button, and leave me a short message, plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Undelcy. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.